0: Welcome to The World As We Know It, a podcast where we talk about our world, the questions we have about it, what we know, and most importantly, what we don't. We're your hosts,
1: Ronnie, Chelsea, and Taylor.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The World As We Know It podcast. Uh, Guys, this is is the last one for the season. Woo.
0: Sad face? Cheers?
2: I mean, however you want to see it, (laughs) I guess. (laughs)
0: Cheers, because it's like we did something.
2: Yeah, absolutely. For season one in the books, we'll see. Hopefully, see you guys in uh, season two. I'm excited for that. Um, I hope so far everybody's been listening has uh, has loved the podcast and had a lot of questions um, about it. People in people in person have been saying how much they love it and it's been really good. So, especially my roommate uh, Marcus, Marcus, you watch the you or you listen to it all the time, and I appreciate you so much. Shout out to Marcus. Um, <clears throat> for the last one, for the last, uh, episode of, I know I yelled, it, so I'm sorry, uh, for the last episode of the season, we thought we would do a little bit of an AMA and ask me anything. Um, so some of you saw on our Instagram, uh, we posted on our story saying to ask me anything. Uh, and we got, <clears throat> excuse me, we got some questions, um, from some of y'all and we're going to ask those questions. Well, I'm going to ask them basically to Taylor and Chelsea. And we're just going to we're just gonna answer those. So uh, again, thank you guys for listening. But now we're gonna do something fun. Um, Chelsea, do you want to do the ones that you sent in first, or
1: <laughs> my <Mine laughs> well, joke ones? I already know the answer to them. But that's fine. But we'll, we'll
2: for the audience, obviously. Um, the first one right. that Chelsea sent in herself uh, is: How much money would it take for you to shave off your mustache, Ronald? Um, that. I mean, I'll do it for, like, any amount. I, I you know.
0: Would you do it for a straight. dollar? I would probably do it for, like. I like will cash month. up you a dollar right now.
2: No, 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 no. Okay, so I definitely <laughs> wouldn't do it for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if people. Five dollars. I'm going to say, like, a hundred bucks, because I just don't feel like shaving it.
1: A hundred dollars? You're like, to do it yeah. for anything.
2: So you and then lied. I changed my mind, and then you said a dollar, and I, yeah. I, I changed my mind. I <sighs> can do that. He realized that his mustache was worth more than a dollar. I th- I think
0: that's fifty 40. bucks. Fifty bucks.
2: Fifty bucks. Eighty. Sixty. Seventy-five, and I am not going any more than that.
0: Uh, you won't do it for anything. Seventy-five dollars, save a mustache.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-five bucks, it is. uh, But you won't send it to me. So that was just for that. Was just for that. Was just for giggles.
1: <laughs> but he'll do it if any of you send it, send $75. His cash um, app is, yeah. uh, what's your uh, cash app?
2: Oh, uh, let me look at it really quick. Um, Dude,
0: I this this. if this actually happens, this needs I get $75 to go on. It, in the world is we know a podcast, up? Insta story.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, if, okay. Gone. If he gets $75 on Cash App, he will live stream shaving his mustache. he oh, absolutely
2: do that. Podcast, yeah. Instagram. Anything for views. What is, What is it? Um,. Oh, oh that's, no, no, no. Uh, it's the money sign. Ronnie the richest. R O N I E T H E R I C H E S T.
1: That's how you know he's a Gen Zer. <laughs> okay. I, there's still debate on if I'm Gen Z or not. Um, Ronnie, you're the most Gen Z person I know.
2: Yeah. The, yeah. You know. <laughs> so a lot of people that is my cash tag. If you guys cash at me and I get a total <laughs> of $75, um, I will go on live and I will shave this mustache. It's not going to be great, but I'll do it for the views. Next question. Graham. Um, what are the odds Taylor plays D D with Ronnie? That's that's a question to you, Taylor.
0: Uh, as honestly as I can say this zero.
2: Can, can i can i ask why not like why why not you folks you dude.
0: you look so offended uh it has nothing to do with you ronnie no i, I think know. you're great love you i don't think i have the patience to commit to i mean i have friends that play d d and they'll be there for like eight hours and i don't have that I don't have that kind of... I have a very short attention span. And the video games that I play are like very competitive, 30 to 45-minute matches. Yeah. Online with a bunch of people. I play one, jump off, and then my... I'm I'm full after that. But... (laughs) Here's Five the thing.
2: hours? Yeah, here's the thing. I feel From the outside looking in, that seems really intimidating, and I get that. I think once you're immersed into it, like, you have your character, you have the story and everything, like, time goes out the window. So I just did a one-shot this past Saturday, and it went on for seven hours. It did not feel like seven hours. It felt like maybe, like, two hours. And but like,
0: if I get bored two hours in, can I just leave?
2: I'll kill off your character. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Okay. If if I had that choice, like if I was like if I gave you the look, we were playing D anD D. There's ten just people there me. or whatever. I give you the look. You can text. Like, you can text hey, me and say like, hey, hey I, I need a. Hey, I gotta. I gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and then you just kill my character. I, I would. Do, I would do that.
1: Yeah, Taylor, I you could should just send him the skull emoji. emoji. Like, yeah, <laughs> if you ever just off. want
2: to die. Yeah. How no, how I could easily sad. like an arrow <laughs> comes through the window and you just get completely assassinated and there's no way of saving how, you. How, um,
0: how sad, Ronnie, would you be if 10 minutes in I was like skull emoji?
2: <laughs> I would just say, all right, hold on, dude, hold on. It's been 10 minutes. You can wait. I'm, you, I'm, I'm gonna say like you have to do you have to do at least two hours of it. <laughs> you still don't this like it then. It's like
0: bed. more than a movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's it, it doesn't feel like it. <laughs>
0: I don't know if I have that kind okay. of commitment.
1: Okay. My real question, though, <laughs> is actually what would um, Taylor's character be?
2: Ooh. Uh, Taylor, do what you like my, like? What okay. are
0: my options here?
2: <laughs> I'll do what they do, like for like Dutch Bros. Um, so, like, do you like magic or do you just like sword and that's, shield? So, no, no. Do you like? That's would you wanna, no, no. Would you want to like cast magic or would you want to like sword and shield like? Slice and
0: dice people. Could I like turn people into things they don't want to be? Uh, could I like turn someone into a pig.
2: That's like high level magic, but yeah, that could be like a wizard.
0: <laughs> Can I? I want to. I want to be able to turn people into stuff like little sheeps.
2: <laughs> I think I'm. I'm not totally <laughs> versed in the magic uh, with D anD D, not in the real world. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's there's a not conjuration, tra- transmutation. What? Necromancy. I'm trying to think about the, the schools of, uh, <laughs> of magic that the wizard has. I'm pretty sure that's an option. Also, just work with your DM saying you want to cast a spell like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to do that.
2: Okay, so it'd probably be like a wizard.
0: Yep. Okay. I want to tr- turn you into. a sheep. You don't
2: have like any HP. If you get hit with one fireball, you're dead. But like, yeah. But I'm, a, a, I'm a
0: I'm a wizard. I'll just turn them into a sheep.
2: Okay, <laughs> Chelsea. I feel like you would be a barbarian. That's that's it too. <laughs> Don't be offended. Don't be offended. <laughs> what the <laughs> heck?
1: A barbarian? Also, I didn't I am not in this D conversation. Barbarians are,
2: now you are. Uh <laughs> barbarians are dope, first of all. Um, because they don't they can't like activate traps, which is cool. They have a lot of strength, so you can just tank during the entire time. Yeah. Uh if you yeah. get from Tosh's cauldron of everything, you can you can be like a like a wild uh, wild magic. Uh, Barbarian, anytime you you do the rage action, like, wild magic comes out. Engram
0: 8, rage. Exactly. But you know what? <laughs> I'm a wizard. I can still turn you into sheep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it sounds like you're a real weak wizard where you use, like, one little flick and you're, like, dead. So. Alright, let's let's let's
2: move on to the next question. Um, <laughs> someone asked us, um, trying to think about what's, what's the next best thing. Um, We'll do this one. If aliens are real, what does that mean for the Bible?
1: It still says that the humans are crown jewel of creation. So if aliens were real, humans would still be above them because they are not the crown jewel of creation because they're not humans.
0: But like, what kind of aliens? Like you went straight for the jugular. But I'm like, (laughs) let's think about this. I'm like, are they like insect vibes type aliens? Are they like highly Educated, very, very, very advanced. I just feel like it's two different ball games. Cause it's like if I'm on the moon and I see a, a bigger centipede than what we have here on Earth, I'm like, oh. But if one of them pulls out a ray gun, I'm like, oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like the Bible doesn't say like Jesus went and visited other planets, you know? Like, at least uh, to my knowledge. Yeah, does. does it? No. Okay. <laughs> I totally take your word on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's right. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong Bible. Wrong Bible. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, says,
0: it says it in Romans chapter forty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in Second Romans. I don't say Second Revelation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh I think your answer is. Is viable, Chelsea. I just want to do you guys answer
1: is biblical.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why I it says it's Bible. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but real, real cute. Do you guys believe in aliens? No. I'm indifferent. Some days I'm like, maybe. And then some other days I'm like, nah. No shot.
2: I don't I don't if they if there are sort of like some sort of aliens. I don't know if they have a soul. Because it's just like they.
0: Yeah, from from a biblical standpoint, I'm like, I mean, sure they could exist. God is, he's everywhere. They could
1: exist, but that doesn't mean they have a soul. Yep. Like, yeah. even if they were highly intelligent, they're highly like dolphins are highly intelligent animals. Yeah, they don't have a soul.
2: But are they building? I'm like, to okay, go to other planets, you know, kind of thing.
1: Like, I don't think so. I don't know. God is infinite. He's outside of my own understanding, true. so he could definitely have made life as we know it on other planets. But that doesn't mean that, like the Bible is true. What it says that Jesus died for the human race on Earth. But my question, based off this, is: Do you think there will be animals in heaven?
2: Uh, absolutely. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't they? They, they wouldn't be attacking each other. They would live like in <clears throat> in harmony, in a way. Uh, but I would love to say that I can hang out with like lions and tigers and bears in heaven. That's it. You only want
1: lion tigers and bears. You know what I mean.
2: <laughs> Do you want me to name off all the animals that I hope to be in there? All of them that I don't <laughs> know about. <laughs> I want to hang out with snakes. I want to be in a pit of snakes because they're not going to attack me. I'm not going to have that fear in heaven. That's the
1: weirdest thing I've ever heard. You want to be in the pit of snakes? That's awesome. I love snakes, actually. I don't think I like animals that much. I'm learning (laughs) about myself.
2: Like, I'm not going to care because I'm going to be in the presence of God for the rest of eternity, so I'm not going to care what else is there. But, like, Adam talks about naming all the animals, and then sin happened in the world, so why went not there being animals in heaven? So.
1: It's fair. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, Revelations talks about every creature in heaven.
1: Also, it's only Revelation. Most people say Revelations, but there's no S in it. There's only one Revelation. Just FYI.
2: Wow. It's like when people say, like, Fred Myers, or, like, when my mom, (laughs) when I was a kid, said Hot Topics. I'm like, it's Hot Topic, Mom.
0: (laughs) Wait, did you you shop at Hot Topic?
2: Obviously, look at him. (laughs)
0: Come on, that's where
2: I got all my... My $30 band t shirts. Thanks, mom. So
0: I never went in there. Expensive. That doesn't
2: surprise you me have. in the latest. It's, I mean, that's in more the like least. Spencer's. You should not go into Spencer's. That, that place Spencers is trash. Spencer's is the, the like, worst store in the whole world. I'm, that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> I'm saying it's pretty.
1: Like, Hot even in the biggest like peachy Spencer's.
0: I, I don't even know what Spencer's is. I just. Good. don't. You should
1: never go in there. You don't bet. ever go in there.
0: Yeah. Fun fact I don't go to malls uh, because I get lost in them. I'm, 20, I'm 27 years old. That's I Facetime my wife to get out of the mall in Spokane <laughs> because I didn't know where I was at.
2: The mall in Spokane is actually pretty lit. My car got stolen at, at the mall in Spokane. That sucks. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, I don't love Spokane. Wow. Moving on to the next question. <laughs> um, Just a casual this
0: interesting one. coffee sip. <laughs>
2: Uh, Next question is, can I really trust the Bible? Hasn't it been translated like 40 gazillion gazillion times in multiple languages?
1: Okay.
0: I knew you were going to do that.
2: Chelsea, give us your
1: hot
0: take.
1: I have beef with that. You think the God of the universe, the creator of all things, would allow his living, breathing word to be mistranslated? No. Next question. <laughs> he defeated freaking death. So if you think that he he defeated death, but he can't fix a translation. Now, is I, there a misunderstanding of the context in which the Bible is written all the time? Yes.
0: So I'm going to play not the devil's advocate, but I'm going to sit on the other side of the room. To the person who's maybe listening to the podcast who's like, but I don't believe that the God of the universe, well, that's really bright. I don't believe that the God of the universe is who he says he is. So from more of a historical standpoint, uh, and this is a question that I asked myself when I was exploring faith in Christianity, because you take a book that's thousands of years old, a book that's written in literally a ton of languages um, and also written by lots of different people. And uh, the most helpful thing for me was, one, I'm going to make a couple points, one, the Bible is the most well-known book, the most world-changing book, and that alone gives it a lot of power. So, prefacing all of it with that. Second, uh, a while back, not too too long ago, uh, there are something called the Dead Sea Scrolls that were found. The Dead Sea Scrolls uh, are called the Dead Sea Scrolls because there was some water where they were found. Water has gone. They found it in the ground. And it is Old Testament writing written before you and I got our copies of Scripture that we have today. And those scrolls have a 99.99 some number percent accuracy to what we have today. And the zero point whatever. That is off is grammatical things like they put a the there instead of, the, of something else. So that was super helpful for me. And then the third thing that was really helpful for me was you have the accounts of the Gospels in the New Testament written from many different points of view. Every single disciple at that time um, was mo- like terribly, terribly killed. If Jesus was a hoax, if this whole thing was a hoax, you would would have to imagine that at the moment before their death, they would say, ah, it was all a joke. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But every single account was like this. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And what I'm saying is true. Mm -hmm. And you've got many disciples from many different perspectives making up what we understand is the scriptures today. And every no one budged and all of the killing that was going on. No one budged. Um, so you've got the Bible, the most influential book in the world. Secondly, you've got historical evidence and archeological findings that help us see that the writing is accurate to when it was back then crazy after thousands of years, wars, lots of crazy stuff. And then you've got consistency and stories from the disciples from purely his historical perspective. Um, So I I say that to say when I didn't know Jesus, that was a question that I had. And I was like, well, I don't believe that God is who he -hmm. says he is in the Bible. I need some, I need some more meat to help me understand this.
1: Yes. I will say, I think a lot of people use that argument that it's been mistranslated because people only take out certain pieces of scripture out of context. Like if you opened any book and read one sentence from one chapter and you had no idea what the rest of it said, of course, you're going to be a little frustrated and don't understand what it says. And a lot of people do that because people don't know how to read the Bible properly. Like it is a book and it's God's living, breathing word. And he can do a lot by re- like you learn a lot by of who God is by reading it but also you must understand the context in which the Bible is written. The original language is really helpful to understand it. And most of like the New Testament are letters and you don't read a half a letter, which we often do because letters are really long. But if you received a letter from a friend, like if I wrote Taylor a letter, he's not gonna read half of it He's not going to read a sentence every day. That's a weird thing to do with your letter. And so I think a lot of people misunderstand, like, the context of, like, most of those things were meant to be read as a whole piece. And we often don't do that. And so a lot of people will hear these, like, really loud, really extreme Christians taking these big pieces of, like, theology and saying this one part. They're not describing the whole picture of the whole Bible. And, like, a lot of people, like, who aren't Christians will come to me and be like, well, Leviticus says this. And I'm like, yeah, did you know the Levitical law does not mean anything to me right now? Because it it means something to me in the context of Jesus fulfilled Levitical law. But I do not no longer obey Levitical law because Jesus had already fulfilled it and created a new covenant, which you can see in Hebrews. And so I think a lot of people just don't understand the, the big picture because we want to take pieces of Scripture for our own argument.
0: Right. It's like the football player has Philippians four thirteen tattooed on their arm and it's like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not about scoring touchdowns, dude. As that scripture has nothing to do with scoring touchdowns, but you pull out of context or like you go do this like project, and at the end of the project, you're like, I did it because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens. It's not about finishing a project or has nothing to do with any of that. Um, and that was just another example of pulling scripture out of its context, even in a silly way like that, it yeah. has no no relation to the actual meaning.
1: Which I think is also like, it is, this is gonna be a really harsh thing I'm about to say, it's a dishonor to the Bible itself, that you are taking something out of context and you're not like, it's like cutting a corner of the Mona Lisa and we like, this is it. And it's like, you didn't, can't see the whole picture. You can't see the beautiful piece of art that it is. Her
0: constant stare into your soul. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: That's how I feel when I look at the photo. Yeah.
1: I'm not surprised am not surprised <laughs> that When
2: you, you, when you go about. to Paris and you just watch, or you look at the Mona Lisa on your weekends. Yeah.
0: Every time I yeah. fly there. Also, if you are a football player that has Philippians 4.13 tattooed in your arm, that is, God can use anything to glorify himself. So... <laughs> Amen, amen. But if it lose, isn't about scoring touchdowns. It's like
2: if you lose, you're still strengthened in the Lord, just not in football, I guess, that day. You know, like you're still weak. <laughs> 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 wow.
1: Wow. I'll
0: yeah, take.
1: Okay. I guess so. That was really funny. But anyway, <laughs> the Bible needs to be taken as a whole. And like us, the way that we study scripture in modern times is not generally a good way, like a good practice of only taking pieces of scripture that benefit us and our current argument.
2: Cool, yeah. Good word. Um, This is the last one we have on here. I don't, I'm also not sure what we have on time. I forgot to set a timer, dang it. Um, But, perfect, thank you. This will be the last one that we have. Um, Talking about, uh, the question was talking about like, how does God view art? But the second part of that was, Uh, What about music with swear words in it? I'll just revamp the question. just like, how as Christians should we listen to music with swear words in it? I think
0: we're all going to have a very different response to this. This is a conversation I've had multiple times. I firmly believe that you can be in the world, but not of the world. Mm -hmm. And You can listen to a rap song or a pop song or a country song or like opera has swear words, a metal song or whatever Mm -hmm. that has a swear word in it. And somewhere in there still say the God of the universe created the person who created this song Mm -hmm. and the God of the universe who created this person is perfect now the world's broken the world's sinful but I can still worship God through this art that this person has created now there's a fine line to walk between worshiping the song and allowing the song to influence you and I think that's like a dangerous line to walk at times yeah. um, but I think it's you're, you're. I think removing yourself from the world entirely by not engaging in, not engage. That's the wrong word. Like to say, I'm never ever going to listen to a song ever again that has a curse word in it. I just don't see how you can do that.
1: Yeah, that's um, not helpful for you to be like that. But Ronnie, you should say you should. Yeah, come. so you, I'll attract a I'll, lot.
2: That's a good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'll go. Um... Yeah, I I mean so I'm a Christian and I definitely listen to music that is not the best all the time. Again, one of my favorite artists of all time is Tyler the Creator. Now, if you listen to Tyler the Creator's music, especially his earlier stuff, it's not it's not PG. <laughs> it's really not. Um, do I find a lot of joy in his music? I think he's actually a really great artist a lot of times I don't focus on the lyrics. I focus on the music behind it. Um, with that being said, I still know what he's saying in his lyrics, um, what he's saying about people, and then like some harsh words you say, especially on his earlier album, that is very controversial. Um, and Who? I I know, what was it? Who? Tyler, the creator. You can look him up. Um, and I understand like listening to songs like that a lot, especially if I'm doing it more than songs that are not, um, I guess like you can just say worship music. Like if I'm listening to that more than worship music, or if I'm choosing that over worship music, then there's a heart problem with that. Um, because it's filling it's filling my heart with things that are not um that are not good and does not glorify the Lord. And it, I maybe mean, that's what Chelsea was trying to get at. Um and Like, there are songs, there's some songs that I especially just don't want to listen to because it is very, like, degrading towards, like, women. Any song that's, like, a lot like that, I just try to stay away from because I don't love that perception of a woman is, or whatever. Um, And say what you will about that. Have your opinions about if it's empowering them or if it is, um, or whatever. So... That's my that's my little take. I think I am trying to be more cautious with what I listen to because even if you're just listening for like the music part of it, there's still lyrics in there that are not always good for your heart. And like, you know, and the, there's still like people in our church who will like sing the lyrics and be like, "Oh, it's you know, I'm just singing the lyrics. I'm not actually saying the words and everything." Yeah, you are though, but like, you're saying all these cuss words, uh, in the song and blasting it, but you know, you're, you're saying you're a Christian and that, that's like, that's, that's the thing I, you know, I'm a little convicted about. It's just like, can we say those words in the song because we're quoting them and not because we're actually saying them ourselves Personally, I don't think so. I think you should try to censor yourself because again, it's not great for your heart to have those words in your vocabulary. So
1: that's me. I have several (laughs) opinions. Okay. Classic. Um,
0: Barbarian. (laughs) Definitely
1: not. (laughs) So I think my, the reason I said it wasn't helpful is actually not because of God's glory. I think that a lot of Christians who, like, shelter themselves are unhelpful to the kingdom work because you are irrelevant <laughs> to the world.
0: Like, totally, I 100% agree.
1: That's why I was saying that's unhelpful. And also, I bet each one of us knows someone who grew up in a really sheltered home and how that drastically changed. Like it's a shock to your system to like go to college, to go to a public university, like out mm-hmm. to Washington State University. <laughs> that's a party school. For sure. So if you're a homeschooled, sheltered Christian kid who goes to WSU, it's probably a shock to your system to go to a party school where there's like very worldly things happening there. Like a (laughs) lot of drunkenness, a lot of drugs. Yeah. Like crazy things happen. And so I think like, and so this reminds me of the quote that I was just like, I read this book called Celebration of Discipline. And the first chapter is on meditation they talk about Christian meditation versus Eastern meditation, and he talks. He quotes this guy named Thomas Merton. Writes the that the person who has meditated on the passion of Christ but has not meditated on the ex- extermination camps of, I don't know how to say that word Auschwitz in Dachu. I don't know how to say that one, Dachau. but the cow. Oh, maybe has not fully entered into the experience of Christianity in our time. And he's talking about like as Christians, like we need to meditate on current events because we meditate on how God's word and how the gospel interacts with current, the current brokenness of our world. So if you are trying to, if you are a Christian, if you're a believer right now and you are trying to make disciples, but you are irrelevant to the people you're trying to reach, which means like, you should know what kind of music they listen to, or what kind of shows they watch. Like, you should know what's happening in current events. Like, I probably should know a little bit more about TikTok if I'm trying to disciple <laughs> college students. And, like, Fair I enough. do try really hard, I just sometimes don't get it. <laughs> but, well. like, are you willing to enter into the context of the people around you?
0: And I think something to add to that is you see in the new Testament, Jesus sent the disciples out in pairs. So there's a big difference in trying to figure this out, um, like alone Uh and without someone there to be like, Oh, lift your eyes, lift your eyes to Christ and, and being with someone who can actually do There's a very big difference between those two worlds. Uh, because more often than not, if you enter into that environment alone, I know I would begin to be influenced by the world mm-hmm. more than the word Yeah. if I didn't have my boys around me or my, now my wife. <laughs> uh, totally.
1: Yeah. So I think like what I'm saying is we should not as Christians should not be offended, which I've said mm. this many times on this podcast. Yeah. Like you should not be offended if someone dropped the F bomb. Like a lot of people will apologize. Like my family, they like swear a lot and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it does not, it, it literally does not phase me yeah. that you're swearing right now. One, because you've done it your whole life, and I've known you your whole life. I'm your sister. That makes sense. Mm. And two, like, it doesn't offend me, like, because you swearing doesn't change how God views me, like, yeah. or views you. Like, I know that God deeply loves you and died for you on the cross. And so to be someone who knows and can take the gospel into the context in which I live my life— and that's how you're in the world. Like you, Being in the world and sheltering yourself from the world is not being in the world. It's like, I can be in the world and I can see people smoke weed and drink and party and do all those things. And I can be broken for them and hurt and pray for them, but it doesn't offend me. And so like listening to a song that has an effort in it, like, because I think that doesn't also create vulnerability with people who are not Christians. Like I would want non-Christians to feel like they're safe with me in the sense that they can listen to their own music. I'm not going to be offended or they can say how they really feel and not be offended. Yeah. And so
2: I think, I think the problem just does come when us Christians start to idolize that music a lot more than I guess. other Totally. Yeah. And that's, that's when it becomes a problem. And I'm not saying like you're a Christian, you need to be waking up to worship music every morning and, da-da-da-da-da, this and that. I know what if things are healthy and what are what's going to be good for your soul, you know? And, like, things that are going to... 100%. Going to be feeling towards you. And if you're only consuming that kind of music, that could be a problem. More than you actually realize. And, like, obviously, you know... Again, I'm talking from experience. Like, some sometimes during a life, it's like I'm giving up secular music because I divulging this way too much and I'm only going to listen to worship music or like King's Kaleidoscope, you know, stuff that's actually talking about the Lord and like being filled from that. So,
1: yeah, I gave up music altogether this last (laughs) one season. So I get it. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I think there's also just like a balance of like, what does it mean to be in the world but not of the world? And that's like really dependent on where you live, who you're making disciples of, like the context in which you, which I think right. is also important to have, like devotional time. Like, are you being filled up with the spirit or of the world? And that's right. how you know. So, you're right. only listening to music that swears all the time. Then, yeah, there's like there's probably some music that people shouldn't listen to because it's demeaning to women and like it talks a about violence and like all these things. And so, that's like up to your discretion.
0: Yeah. A good follow-up question of this conversation is, is Christian music too boring? And uh, I think five years ago, yes, yes. And I think today still yes, but (laughs) it's getting better. Uh, I also didn't grow up in the church. So like, I didn't know, I thought Toby Mac was a Christian, not a a country singer, not a Christian singer. (laughs) And I still don't know what they sound like, but there's a lot of jokes about Toby Mac. Yes, yes. I don't know if he's alive or not, but Toby, if you're listening.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mix up Toby Mac and Toby Keith all the time. I thought they were the same yeah, person for yeah.
0: the longest time. That's definitely- um, I, I think there's a difference in like, so like Switchfoot. I'm really familiar with Switchfoot. I've been familiar with Switchfoot even before I was a believer and a lot of their songs, I didn't know, even know were Christian. And I think they're trying to be, like you were saying, Chelsea, in the world, but not of the world in a lot of their music. Now, you could hate Switchfoot, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone has their own opinion. But there are some artists out there where it's like, you are trying to be overtly Christian in this context, and it just doesn't mesh. It's mm-hmm. bad. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's more of like a skill thing or a they just aren't good. Yeah. Um, and Or maybe that's just my perception of it. But I don't think Christian music's particularly like great. Now, worship music, I think that's its own category. It's like, it's, I mean, there's bad worship music out there, but <laughs> for the most part, like it's it needs to be in its own category. It's more the, I can't even think of like your Lecrae. Lecrae is out there trying to rap. I personally don't listen to Lecrae. It's like, yeah. Don't think
1: he's that good. You, none of you have literally named one band or artist that I, I listened to <laughs> at all. This whole I like, listen to. Sli- oh
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Well, Kel- oh my, was called Kelsey. Wow, Chelsea. Um, you're wearing a King's Kaleidoscope, Queen's Kaleidoscope shirt, and they're a great band. That's Christian. I mean, that's fair. I lo- I yeah. love their music, and I think a lot of people who aren't believers could also listening to music and actually like really, really enjoy it and love it. I think they are one of the few bands that are considered Christian that I still, that I just like actively listen to. Um, and then there's like, uh, it's not Christian music, but like a lot of folk music is like so good and like a lot, like very filling for me still like, and it's not like overtly Christian. There's a lot of Christians who are like folk artists and everything like the hunts. They're pretty small, but they're amazing. And they're also Christian, but, um, I think when I yeah, you know, I don't listen to a lot of like Christian music, but I try to listen to music that's not like super like crazy enough this and F that. So I listen to a lot of folk music and it's so good. Listen to the Hunts guys, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. This might be an episode later in life about music in general, but it might be. Yeah. I uh I also wonder if Christian music is really boring because Christian music tries so hard to like I think secular music is sometimes good because it talks about real things and real hardships. Mm-hmm. But it feels like Christian music is like, we're Christians. It's all good. We believe in Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want Christian life. You live, but my life is not always good. <laughs> it's hard. And like, yeah. And Jesus it, doesn't even promise that. He promises I, a life of suffering. Yeah. And I have friends
2: who still, they only, like, they only listen to like, NF and uh Andy Minio and just like the, those like Christian rappers and that's all they listen to. And that's great. If that's if that's your jam, that's awesome. I'm not trying to rip on that. Um, okay. NF but, is
1: actually a good rapper. I I know who I that is. And I, have listened to listened to I wasn't trying, a I of wasn't his trying songs. to say who I wasn't trying
0: to Dang, if Chelsea <laughs> says he's good, then that means something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only a couple. Like I don't listen to him. my roommate listens to it more than I get I, do. I get too
0: angsty if I listen to NF. That's like my gym playlist. That's when funny. I work
1: out once a semester, I also listen to it <laughs> when I work out. <laughs> you got to do a five-hour session once a semester. You're good.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, cool. All right. cool. Cool, cool. Um, hey, I, yeah, I think that is what we have uh, for the episode and for the season. Uh, thank you guys so much for, uh, listening to, I know uh, Taylor's face, like, whoa, we're done. Um, that's what we have for the season for the first season of the world. As we know, we hope you guys have loved it. Uh, we are trying to do a season two, especially if you guys want to see another one. Um, again, we have, we're going to have a lot more, uh, episodes, uh, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, listening. Any, uh, closing thoughts, uh, Taylor and Josie, uh,
0: donate $75 and, uh, we get to watch <laughs> Ronnie save his mustache. I uh, that's all.
2: I'll be waiting for that. I'll do it.
1: I'll do it. Thanks for listening to The World As We Know It. Please subscribe where you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And if you love our podcast, share it with your friends. The World As We Know It is a Resonate Church podcast. Your hosts are me, Chelsea Kessler, Ronnie Heineman, and Taylor Garnica. Sound production by Shane Thompson, production by Eric Sear, Chris Rowden, and Emily Scheid. Our cover art was designed by Haley CD. music by Ghost Rifter Official.